welcome to today's episode of the Burnout Proof Your Biz podcast. Today, I'm talking to my friend Becca. She is the owner and CEO of According to Be Books. She works with small businesses to provide them with strategic social media management and Facebook advertising services so they can grow their online presence. And in this episode, we talk about how she finds the right people to help her grow her business. We also chat how she uses Asana and Trello together in her business, and she shares a ton of social media tips with us. Today's episode is brought to you by the Empowered Boss Lab. The Empowered Boss Lab is a membership site for creative entrepreneurs that are ready to start organizing their business and prevent burnout. The doors are opening very soon for new members, so get on the waitlist today at theempoweredbosslab.com. Welcome to the Burnout Proof Your Biz podcast, where we explore how you can give yourself permission to run your business and live your dream life on your own terms. You started your business to have more freedom. Let's help you find it. I'm your host, Chelsea B. Foster. Let's dive into today's topic. All right, so today we are here with my friend Becca from According to Be Books, and she is the owner over at According to Be Books, and she does social media management and Facebook advertising services, and I can tell you her Facebook ad services is amazing. Um, so Yay. welcome, Becca. Hi, Chelsea. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited for you to be here and share just all of your knowledge with us. Um, like I said, seriously, I'm using her for Facebook ads, and it's changing my life. Yeah, and I would just like to say I have a small bit of OCD, and I would just, like, I can so appreciate Chelsea and Chelsea services because she just takes it to another level and makes my life so much easier. Aw, <laughs> uh, thank you. Of course. <laughs> um, okay, so let's dive on in and just share okay. a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, so I am a freelance social media manager and Facebook advertiser. Um, I've been doing this full-time since, um, well, for about a year, actually. And I had been doing it on the side um, while I was employed full-time um, for maybe like a year and a half before I ended up quitting. And I just got to a point where I just wasn't feeling fulfilled at work anymore. And I just knew that there was like more out there for me. And I just, I already had like set up the, like my business bank account and already had like my LLC filed. So it was kind of like an easy transition just to make it full time. Um, so I saved up enough money and quit my job and I've been doing it ever since. And obviously I think we all think it's going to be easier than it is. And so I've learned a ton along the way. Um, but every day it gets better and better. Yeah. And you touched on a lot of things that I think a lot of my audience members feel. And I know I definitely felt when I was starting my business that knowing that where I'm at right now in my nine to five is not the right place for me. Exactly. Like there was a, there was a good time when I loved what I was doing. I felt fulfilled. Um, you know, there, I saw progression in my career and then I was like, I could be doing so much more than this. So um, exactly. I think so that's I, what a lot of a lot of us get. It's just like a little inkling. Yeah, and I think that we all know that there is something else out there and it goes in seasons like yes. Yeah. Exactly what you said. You were fulfilled at one point and that that's good. Otherwise you wouldn't have stayed as long as you did. Um but whenever we feel like we're not, it is time to make a change and that is whether you're in a 9 to 5 or in your own business, when you start not feeling fulfilled, it's time to uh -huh. change something. Right. Or it happens it. when Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> or that. <laughs> Thank goodness it's out of retrograde now. Yes. <laughs> it hit me hard. <laughs> exactly. One of my friends texted me and she was like, OMG, like Mercury. Or, yeah, Mercury is out of retrograde yeah. now. I know. My sister like sent me a meme. I was like, yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, you shared a little bit about your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. How did you decide that this particular business was the right one for you? It kind of fell in my lap and I know that that's not true at all, but I, you know, it's just like one of those things where it came naturally to me. Um, I was always into social media. I remember even in like eighth grade, I would always custom code like me and my friends, my space profiles. And like, I was always into social media and um, when I was in college, I got like my first experience doing social media for actually my sorority. I was like voted our second ever social media chair. And when I got the Instagram password, we had like 
a hundred followers. And then like a year, actually I got reelected. So two years later when I um, was done with the position, I think we had like 5,000 followers, which was a lot at the time. And none of the other sororities, like were even hardly any of them were even on Instagram. So I was like an early adapter. I was really into like, I was just really good at it. And so I loved it. It made me want to learn more about it. I would, like I bought books on social media, like in 2012, like I probably like bought the first ever social media book that existed. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it just like worked in my favor and I always knew I was good at it and I wanted to do something. But what's hard is when you go, to, I went to a big school, I went to Arizona state. And when you graduate, especially from a business school, uh, you're kind of pressured to work for a fortune 500 company. Right. Yep. Um, and so a lot of those fortune 500 companies either weren't offering social media positions. Um, and it, all the jobs at like the school job fair, none of them were in social media. And so I kind of like my, my first job out of college, I took at target and I wasn't doing anything I wanted to be doing. Um, and I like, I always remember thinking like, Oh, am I going to have enough time to keep up with social media trends on the weekend? Like it was always something in the back of my mind. So I got back into it after I quit target. Thank God. Um, <laughs> and I just, I just knew it was going to happen. And I had started like a, just like a lifestyle blog. Um, so I kind of just like, like piggybacked off my blogs exposure and like started my services. Oh, I love that so much. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. And I, you're totally right. When you graduate from a large, especially larger school and especially Mm -hmm. in the business programs, they do pressure you to take a job with a large company and that's not always a great Fit. Yeah. And for them, it's like a bragging right. Like they get to advertise like, you know, 90% of grads placed at Fortune 500 companies or whatever. Exactly. That just like wasn't, I knew deep down that that wasn't what I wanted, but I think just from like societal pressure, I just went with it and I knew I should have like a 401k and great health plan and benefits <laughs> and stuff. So I just did, I just did it. And then like three months into it, my hair was falling out basically yeah. <laughs> because I was so miserable. So I'm really glad I got out of it. Oh man. Yeah. No. And I think a lot of us can relate to that, that feeling of just like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And it's still not right. Like I still don't feel happy. I still don't feel like I'm doing what I was born to do. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I, I am so proud of you for taking that step to <laughs> Thank step you. away from a very secure job. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Yeah, it takes, it takes balls for sure. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So you touched on this a little bit earlier. You mentioned that starting your own business is not as easy as you thought. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So what are some of the things that have been real struggles for you? Um, I would say, so like what kind of threw me a curveball when I, like my first month freelancing full time was that like, I took into account how much time I would be spending on like each client's account. But then when you're doing this full time, you end up spending a lot more time in your business. So like updating your website, working on invoicing contracts, like there's so many things that you have to spend time on that don't directly produce income for you. Um, that I didn't really like account for. Um, so I felt like I, um, immediately I was like, okay, I'm undercharging for what I'm doing because, like because of these hours I have to spend for this client, I have to spend hours doing admin work and that kind of stuff. Exactly. Um, and where, where was I going with this? What was the question? Um, um, the curveballs that you. Oh yeah. And like how I, the, like the struggles I mm-hmm. saw like right off the bat. Yeah. Um, so like managing my time and kind of figuring out that sweet spot. Like I think I thought I'd literally be working 25 hours a week and making an awesome salary. Right. Um, and that was not I mean, the, that's the dream. That is the dream. Yeah. Maybe I'll get there someday. Um, but I was just like working a lot, um, creating a lot of content up late, like working on stuff even after like, you know, in the evening, um, because I had to. So I learned from that obviously. And I, I had to hustle to, to make it, which was great. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I definitely would recommend is finding unpaid interns. Yes. <laughs> that really early. I, I started doing, um, freelance full time in October of last year and I had my interns start like right at the beginning of January. So 
And I think that was kind of good timing. Like it was almost maybe even too soon because I had done enough of this on my own to like know my processes, know how I work as an individual in order to be able to onboard someone else. Um, But that first like semester of interns I had, I feel like I almost didn't know what I was getting myself into. Like I knew I had had interns obviously um, in my previous roles at other companies like who I managed, but it's a different story when you're managing your own interns under your own brand. Um, So that was also like a learning curve. But of course, like the longer you do it, the easier it gets. You get systems in place. You um, like I now have like, you know, a folder with like questions I ask interns, like the process I do, like, canned email templates for those who apply and get the offer, those who apply and don't. Oh my gosh, you're just like so, making my heart sing right now. <laughs> <laughs> you love the word canned emails. It's I best. do. <laughs> I really <laughs> do. <laughs> so I just, I think time is essential and you're, you just need to like start and be afraid or don't be afraid to mess up because you will. And it's not like I messed up terribly, but like, Oh, we all do. <laughs> yeah. And the first group of interns I had, it didn't get my best management skills and that's okay. <laughs> and, but you learn from it and you're a better manager yeah. today. Exactly. And I think that's important to remember is that you don't have to be perfect. You mm-hmm. just have to start. And exactly. even if you, it was a little early and you didn't have all your systems figured out before you brought on your first interns, like that's okay. They helped you define those systems. Yes. Yes, exactly. And And I think I was, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, and the reality is they probably would have changed whatever systems you had in place anyway, because those are the ideal, not what actually works. Exactly. And I think that like, because it was my first time hiring interns as an individual, I, I think I was, I was afraid no one would accept the internship or I wouldn't get any applications And I think looking back, I would have like weeded through my interns a little bit more. Like I was like, um, okay, I think I like these three. Um, like let's do it. Yeah. I should have maybe like weeded through them a little bit more. It probably would have saved me more time in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. And I, that, so I've seen that happen, not just with hiring interns, but also with picking your clients, um, that, and not you specifically, but people in general, um, that we yeah. aren't choosy enough, that we don't say, no, we're really not a great yes. fit for each other. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to yeah. work with you. And that was another thing, like just starting out, I felt like I had to say yes to every client just because of financial reasons. And I was still like getting my clientele built up. Yep. And then there comes that day when you're like, you know what? I really don't want to work with you. Right. <laughs> and sometimes you don't necessarily have to say, like, obviously you wouldn't say it in that way, no. but you kind of create boundaries or barriers for them to even enter as a lead for you because you just want, like you, you only want the best and the highest quality leads. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Sure. Both on your intern side and on the client Mm -hmm. side. Let's start with the interns. What have you put in place to help you kind of weed through all the applicants Mm -hmm. um, up front? So I, um, the first thing I do when I like look over all the resumes and cover letters is I, I basically, I'm to the point where I can select to interview Um, interns who only have experience and that is kind of hard because people who are applying for unpaid internships usually don't have any experience like you know in in the field um so I try to just like stick to the ones who do have something on the table already so I'm not going to be spending all this time training them from the bottom up Mm -hmm. Um, and then I do a quick phone call with the those who I think like at least meet the basic qualifications and I kind of use that phone call just to get to know their personality um, rather than like getting to know their experience better. Because if I'm going to be spending time with this person like 10 hours a week, I want to enjoy it. I don't want to be with someone who I don't like. So that phone exactly. call is really like to gauge their personality, to gauge their attitude, um, to see how kind of like a first date. It is. That's exactly what it is. And then after that, excuse me, I, um, I emailed them a project like, I basically assign them to do work for like plan out five Instagram posts for this client of mine. Here are some photos you can use. Like keep in mind that this Wednesday is national 
taco day. So incorporate. So like I kind of guide them how I would if they were already an intern. Yep. Um, and then I take those projects and then I narrow down the best to give an offer to. Oh, I love that you combine the interview style and more of like a practical piece. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think that's something that when we are hiring, especially when we've never hired before, we don't think to do that and like actually test their skills. So yeah. I love that you're actually doing that. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I didn't do that at first. So I'm glad I, I brought it back. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. And um, then for the client side. Yeah. You're going with this. Yeah. Okay. So client side, my biggest recommendation is if you have like an, a lead form on your website, like where people can contact you to become a potential client, put a drop down menu in there with like your lowest priced um, service so that that way they see the lowest price that you offer. And if they can't afford that, then they don't even bother contacting you, you know? Yes, I totally agree. So that's, that's number one for sure. And sometimes I'll get like one off people who somehow don't see my hire form and they'll just email me and they'll be like, can you hop on a call with me tomorrow? And I'm like, whoa, like, <laughs> I like, I just want to be like, slow down. I don't know anything about you. You don't know anything about me. Here are my pricing and services. And then like, if I hear back from them, great. And if I don't, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like they just barged into your living room or something when they just yeah. email like that. Which is like, I mean, it's fine. They probably didn't know any better. They probably didn't see the form. Um, but yeah, you still have to like try and weed them out too. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I love that you go ahead and you put up those expectations from the very yeah. beginning, that lead capture form. Um, right. And if you're listening and you don't have your lead capture form on your website, um, keep an eye out. I am going to be doing a workshop on that in the future. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about how you prepare for the week. Okay. What does that look like? Um, okay. I probably, I really prepare for my weeks like early Monday morning and maybe a little bit Sunday night. Um, I keep track of all my to do's in Asana and I just like keep my calendar organized through basically Google calendar or iCal. I have them both integrated. Um, and I just look at like what I have going on for the week. Um, and, this is where it kind of gets confusing, but it's, it's really helped me in the long run. So on Mondays and Wednesdays, those are the days where I meet with my, I have two unpaid interns and I have um, an assistant who I pay part-time to like help me with things. So she actually was my intern last semester. Um, so I work with them Mondays and Wednesdays. And those are the days where creating client or creating, creating client content um, they're helping me research photos, uh, draft up captions. They'll help me research hashtags to use on a picture, like basic, um, social media strategies. And then I'll, um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, those are the days I primarily work on Facebook advertising, um, for my clients. And the reason my interns don't help me out with that is because Facebook advertising has a huge learning curve and, yeah, basically don't even have them touch it. <laughs> so it kind of works that on Tuesdays and Thursdays when I'm home alone, I can kind of just like zone in and work on the advertising side of things. And of course, sometimes content stuff does come up on Tuesdays and Thursdays and I'll be in there posting that kind of stuff, but it helps me keep my, my days a little more sorted. And Fridays I try to keep like slated off just so I can work on my business and my brand, like blog posts, newsletters, all yes. that all the admin things. Yes. So, um, that's kind of how I like map out my week. Oh, I love it so much. And I love that you have that plan in place. So even when you're working with your interns, they know what days they need to meet with you. Right. Um, I, I think that's genius. Um, yeah, all right. Definitely made it easier. Yeah. So much easier. And I feel like you can t communicate that with your clients too. So they know when to expect certain things exactly. from you. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about your productivity tools because I know you use a lot in your business, but you also use some with your clients too. Right. So fill me in. Okay. Please. So the best, the one I use the most between like me and my clients, it's later and it's an Instagram scheduling tool. Um, and they it's it amazing. Also schedule yeah. it. Use it. It's great. And they also have like scheduling for Facebook and Pinterest and 
all that stuff. But it, I think it's pri primary focus is Instagram. Um, and my favorite feature about it is I can plan out two weeks or a month or ho however long of a client's content. And it gives me like a link to share that content with them. Um, and they can't make any changes to the content. It just allows them to like view it. Um, oh and my it expires, yes. And it expires in 48 hours. So it gives them like a sense of urgency to go in and approve things. But I, and like, if I make changes on my end after I, um, send them the link, it won't, um, it won't reflect on their end, which I actually really like because if I want to keep on planning ahead or if I have something like unfinished in there, I don't want them to see it. Right. Um, so it works out really well. It allows them to give me feedback without like allowing them to change anything. Oh <laughs> so I still to, you know, hold the reins. Um, so that's like the best for client communication for Instagram. Um, let's see what else. I love using Asana within my team. I use it between my interns and assistant and myself. And I, for each project, I like each client of mine is a project. Is that how you do it too? Chelsea? Yes. yes. Yeah. It is. And so I have like my clients all kind of like in a team and then I have me and like my admin and blogging and newsletter stuff in a separate team. Yeah. Um, so everything stays organized and I can delegate. Um, and Asana also has like a commenting feature. Um, so I can like, if an intern has a question, they can just like ask it within the task and everything stays in one place. So it's easy to reference. Yes. Um, this I is also, one huge benefit of using Asana. I think is that yeah. you can keep all of your tasks in one place okay. and all the conversations about those tasks. So you're not yeah. hunting in your email for every yes. little detail. Yeah. It's so great. And you can attach files. You can make subtasks. You can exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, Let's see what else. I also use Trello. Um, are you familiar with Trello? I am. Okay. So yeah, talk are. about this as you're someone that uses Asana and Trello. How are yes. you using them? So I actually use Trello just for like keeping. So the great part about Trello is it allows you to keep captions and photos together in an easy and organized way. Um, so sometimes I kind of draft out like, client content in Trello or I keep it like all on the back burner. Say I have a ton of content that I could use throughout the year, but I'm not going to obviously schedule it in later right away. Mm -hmm. I'll just like use it to stay organized. Um, it just like, it helps me map out where I'm going before I go there. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, it's great. Um, but that, I mean, that's really, it. I mean, I obviously use like, so, I use so much. I use like, <laughs> Google Calendar, I use um, Planoly for a couple of my clients, which is just like a competitor to later. It's another Instagram scheduling tool. Um, uh, Looking through your list here. Yeah, what is on there? <laughs> I don't have mine pulled up. Yeah, <laughs> so it says later, uh, the Facebook native scheduling tool, which I want to come back to oh, that yeah. in a second. Okay. Asana yeah. and Trello, yep. Canva, Planoly, oh, yeah. um, okay. and then on the businessy side, Wave and PandaDoc. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, Canva is great because it has a bunch of templates to design like graphics. And I, I can use Photoshop, but if you ask me to design something from scratch in Photoshop, I suck. <laughs> so I would definitely recommend Canva. Um, and then on the business side of things, I've in the past, I've been using PandaDoc for contracts, wave for invoicing. Um, but we're changing that. But we're changing that with <laughs> Chelsea to Dubsado. Um, so those are kind of just like what I've been using in the past. And those are great for like me just starting out. But now that I want to be spending less time in my business, that's why I've been switching to Dubsado. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I never want to rush anyone into switching over to a CRM mm -hmm. because when you're just starting, I feel like it's really important for you to understand your business and yeah. that time that you spend creating your documents and sending the invoices. Like, yes, it is a lot of time, but also you're learning about your business and how you're organizing it. And it will make right. when you get your CRM, it'll make it so much easier to set it up. Right. I totally agree with that. Like, yeah. I think if I had, gotten it too early, I would have just been overwhelmed and given up. Yeah, exactly. And 
a lot of times um, you'll be able to use free products. Like I know Wave has a free account. Um, does mm-hmm. PandaDoc have a free account? No, it's like twenty nine a month. Got, yeah, so I used HelloSign for mine, and they do have a free account okay. um, for the like nice three PandaDoc, documents a month or something. I don't oh, know. that's nice. Yeah. The, the thing I liked about PandaDoc is they had like pre-made contract templates that you can just like plug in your own information. So like since I was just starting Ooh. out, I had no idea what I needed in a contract. So it helped me like at least get started. Yeah. Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah. Um, and if you are looking for a lawyer to help you with your contracts, go back and listen to the episode with Annette Stepanian. Um, it's just a couple episodes ago. So definitely go listen to that. Um, but yeah, I love when tools are able to give you some templates to help you get started Mm -hmm. like that. It just makes, it makes me happy as an educator that people don't have to be stuck. Right. Right. And like, even though the contract probably isn't perfect, it's a great starting point, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And having something is better than having nothing. And then when you are ready to grab a lawyer and have them help you not grab a lawyer, get a lawyer and have them don't grab your lawyer, please. They might Um, get a lawyer and have them help you with your contracts. Then you'll already have a starting point and a reference to go off of. So, Oh, I love that so much. All right. So thinking about your business tools, which one is the one that you absolutely cannot live without for your business? Definitely later. I um, use it to schedule like all of my clients content. Um, it's great. It's affordable. It has like a cropping feature and they just um, released a filtering option. So like yes. you don't even have to filter your photos outside of later anymore. Um, it just has everything and it's beautiful and I love it. Uh, I agree. I later has been my go-to um, social media planner forever. And yeah. um, if you haven't watched my Pinterest workshop, there is a way to schedule your pins manually mm-hmm. through later yeah. instead of like when, before you're ready for tailwind. Um, so oh, I love that so much. So, so Thanks. much. And I did not know that you could, um, send the calendar to your clients. Yeah. So (laughs) you hit like the preview button, you know how there's like the weekly view or the monthly view, you hit the preview button and down in the middle, like at the bottom will be a share calendar option. Ooh, I'm going to have to look at that. Yeah, it's great. Um, okay. I wanted to come back and talk about the Facebook native scheduling tool. Yeah. There is a lot of talk out there on what is the best way to get your content on the social media platform so that it gets seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard that if you schedule your Facebook posts directly inside Facebook, it gets seen a lot more than if you schedule it outside in something like later. Is there truth to right. that? Is there? No, I do not know for 100% fact, but I think that there are so many cool features in Facebook's native like posting options that like it'd be dumb to miss out on them just by scheduling them in like Hootsuite or something like you mm-hmm. get the option of the poll feature you get the option to say you know how you can say like you can add a verb or like is excited and they'll put like a little emoji for you yep. you know what I'm talking about yeah like, you, you want you can't do that in an outside scheduling tool so I think it just like allows you to have a little bit more personality with your posts and add like that extra go the extra mile yeah, totally. Um, and also, I love uploading, like, I think Facebook um, page albums are underutilized. Like, a lot of my clients in, like, real estate or events, like, it's so useful for them to use that album feature for people to, like, scroll through those. Because people love pictures. People love pictures and video. So, if you yeah. have an easy place to, like, view everything, they love it. Oh, man. I definitely do not use my album feature. And now I feel like I should. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really either. Like, maybe I'm trying to think of an instance when we could. Like, if you ever hosted an in-person workshop, you should post every single photo from that workshop on your on your Exactly. Page. Exactly. I think also, um, like with my podcast, I could do a podcast one and include all of the photos from whenever I announced I love the podcast that. episode. Yes, yeah. That's a great idea. And they'd all be linked there. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if someone's like, huh, she has a podcast, let's go listen to it. Like they would be able to see all of it. Um, yes. 
That's yeah. Great. That way they don't have to go to my website, which I would like them to go to my website, but then they wouldn't have right. to. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh man. I love that so much. Okay. Let's talk about stress and overwhelm because being an entrepreneur, especially being a freelance person, there is some stress that comes along with that. What do you do to help relieve the stress and prevent overwhelm? I make a lot of lists and that's (laughs) kind of what helps keep me grounded. But like I, so on Mondays and Wednesdays when I, I work at a co-working space when I meet with my interns. So I'm there like all day Mondays and Wednesdays and it's right kind of in like the downtown part of Scottsdale, Arizona. And there's this like river that runs through it. And I go for a walk every time I'm there, even if it's like 110 degrees, I just go for like a 10 minute walk. Uh, I usually plug in a podcast and I just like get out and try to like, you know, I don't want to be looking at a screen. I don't want to be just like mindless time. Yeah. Um, so, and then I always like come back from that feeling refreshed and like, just like ready to take on the latter half of my day. Oh, I love uh, that. And then when I'm at home, I have like, um, essential oils I use like my favorite right now are um lemon mixed with like sage yes calming um so love that I also just got a humidifier but I only use that at night and that's supposed to help like keep your skin hydrated yes so that's it especially in Arizona (laughs) yeah oh man oh my goodness you can do anything and everything to your skin and it could still be dry here. I know. I always take my most intense moisturizer with me when I go yeah. to my grandma and still, and I also drink like probably a gallon of water the day before I leave. Wow. And yeah. It just does it's not intense. help. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, yeah. It is. Yeah. And so that's what I think. Drinking water. I also wear like the, um, the blue canceling computer glasses to oh, like yes. relieve the strain on my eyes. I need to get a pair of those. Um, yeah, they're great. Um, I think that's really it. It just like, I, it's hard when you're, especially in social media to ever feel like you're unplugged. Yeah. Because you're always posting or always checking Instagram. If not for a client, then for yourself. Yeah. So I just like try to stay, try to stay balanced. I like that you make time throughout the day, even though it gets insanely hot in Arizona to still get outside and just kind of, even though you're not disconnecting, you are kind of disconnecting for 10 minutes. Totally. Like I'm not looking at my screen, like I'm listening to something, but it's, you know, I can be like just kind of mindless. And even on days when I work from home, I'll just like walk to the mailbox and, you know, get 10 10 minutes of sun exposure. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I can't even tell you how much since I started walking again, like my energy. I saw you walk with your dog, right? I don't take him most days because he's really annoying and has to stop (laughs) everything. And so (laughs) my speed decreases a lot and it's not a workout at all. Yeah. Um, Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But I do, I actually take him on walks uh, probably like every two hours throughout the day he wants to go outside. Um, oh and so my, either my husband or I take him out cause we work both work from home. Um, oh, got it. yeah. So, and it's usually like a 10 minute walk every time, but yeah, like just getting outside at all, even if that's all I do, that helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having that dedicated time in the morning, that is me time. I'm going to zone out and just be alone with my thoughts or my audio book, which is more likely the case. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's just so nice to just, I don't know, forget about everything for a while. Exactly. And even then, like sometimes I'll have like my most creative ideas when I'm on my walk, just because it allows me to step away. Absolutely. 100%. Um, Yeah. yeah. All right. What is the best decision you have ever made for your business? Ooh, um, literally like a month into maybe even before that. Um, when I started doing this full time, I bought a course on like mapping out your freelance business. Um, and it was so great. Um, but it was more designed for like a web developer freelancer. Like it wasn't necessarily for like social media managers. So some things applied, some things didn't. Yeah. So, um, I got a really, like a lot of great insights from that. Um, and I'm, I'm a strong believer in like 
investing in education and investing in yourself to like take yourself to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the best tips I got from that course is to never charge hourly. Yes. Um, and I think that's a mistake I probably would have made had I not taken that course. Yeah. It's a mistake um, I made at the beginning. Yeah. And you just like dig yourself into a hole and yeah, it just doesn't work out. So that I charge like flat monthly rates basically for all my clients. Um, and it's, been a lifesaver. <laughs> yeah. And it makes billing so much easier. Right. I don't have to be keeping track of my hours or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, no, oh man, I love that tip so much. I was actually talking to someone earlier today about invoicing and I was like, please stop invoicing based on your hours. Yeah. Quickly. It's just like, it devalues your work and your time. Yeah, and, and honestly, and, 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 I don't want yeah. anyone knowing that I want to make $500 an hour. Like, Right, and then, like, yeah, that's none of their business. And it incentivizes you, like, when you're working hourly, it incentivizes you to work more, which you don't want to be doing, and it incentivizes the client to want to pay you less. Exactly. <laughs> so no one's winning. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about becoming a freelancer. So what, what advice would you have for anyone that is ready? They're like, I want to be a freelancer and I want to work for myself. I would. So like say this person is still like employed. Mm -hmm. um, What I would recommend that before they like put in their two weeks to make sure that they have like their, First of all, they should have experience. (laughs) It's going to be really hard to get clients if you don't have any experience. But second of all, have like a beautiful website, have like your name and your LLC already all mapped out, have your business bank account and business credit card good to go. Like do everything you can to like set yourself up for success to make you feel like you are a small business. Um, that way when the time comes and it's go time and you like a client comes to your website, you look legit and you have your services, you have a portfolio you can show them and you're not like scrambling to throw something together. Oh my gosh. All of that is just like so perfect. (laughs) And I think that applies whether you're a freelancer or you're just starting your business. Yes. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Setting up your business from the beginning is so important and making sure that you yeah, that you have, you don't have to have a huge portfolio, but having a couple things mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do it right. Like, don't just use a logo that you made on like Microsoft Word. Like, invest in someone who can actually like provide branding services for you and get a decent headshot. Like, you know, get everything out there. Update your LinkedIn profile to say you're self-employed so that you actually do it. Yes. <laughs> and then oh go God. from there. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and I would also recommend reading the book, You're a Badass. Ah, oh, I was just yes. going to ask you if you'd read that. Oh, how funny. Yes. Yeah. I, like, it basically is what helped me like quit my job. Um, and I also, this is like a tip. I've shared this before, but I, um, I hired a therapist slash coach to help me quit my job. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Cause I was like feeling this guilt. Like I had a hard time quitting my job. Like yeah. if you work for a small company and you've seen people quit that small company before. Like there's usually, or maybe it's just a part of the company culture. Like there's usually like resentment for people who had left the company because everyone else would have to take on those, those roles and those tasks and Yep. I don't know what it was. And so I was feeling this like sense of guilt. Like I felt like I couldn't leave. Um, so I basically paid someone to coach me through those thoughts and like overcome them and quit my job. Oh, I love that so much. How did you yeah. find this person? I actually, um, I, th- I think it's called Talk. Talkspace. It's an app. Maybe I think it's Talkspace. What's the yeah. other one? Uh, There's two apps. Maybe it is Talkspace. I can't remember. I think the logo is like white and green and that's Talkspace. Talkspace. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I know. Cause I, so, used to. um, yeah. So when I was like searching for a therapist, it like when you're inputting like in the initial survey to join Talkspace, it kind of asks you like what you're trying to solve. Um, and you can narrow it down by therapists who like specialize in self-help or like coaching. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I just chose, like I was lucky to find someone in Arizona. Um, 
who like kind of met all of my qualifications. Ah, that's so awesome. Yeah. I actually use Talkspace too. And I think it's, it's great when you have no idea where to start with yeah. a therapist and mm-hmm. they can and help I you like so that, much. Like, yeah. And I like that say something like happened at work and it's something like bugged me. Like I had a weird conversation with my boss or a coworker. I could like message them from the app like right then and there to say hey this happened this is how I feel how do I deal with this and they might not be able to reply to me right then and there but like that way I can like it's an immediate response from my side like this just happened to me this is yeah how exactly I instead of having when you go and see them try and remember right what did Wait. I feel? Uh-huh. <laughs> or like what was it that bugged me last week again like exactly yeah. exactly and I know like my therapist she'll bring up all those things that I type to her during the week <laughs> so oh that's great <laughs> yeah yeah it's awesome <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> oh man oh I love that so much and I like that you decided to do it not just for yourself, but also for your business, because you knew you needed this to be able to let go of guilt and that feeling that you had to stay there and be stuck. Right. So don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And if you're running your own business, I feel like you probably need a therapist or a business coach at. I agree. Like, (laughs) I agree. At least once a year into this and all of your stuff comes up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it can feel lonely and yep. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And all those feelings that we feel about our life, they're going to impact our business and they're going to impact our clients. So yeah. Yeah. That was oh, really man. nice. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> um, okay. What is one piece of advice that you would give someone who's on the edge of burnout? Ooh, I would say two things hire a therapist (laughs) because there's usually something going on mentally that's preventing you from like getting over this leap or hump or something that's in your way. Mm -hmm. And then I would try and like take a day off and try to not do any work that day and just let your brain reset because that space away from your business will allow your brain to like heal that part of your mind that is so worked up in this burnout and in this frustration and you'll come back and you'll, you might not have like, an answer to this burnout, but at least your mind can kind of like picture, you know, that next step. Oh, I love that so much. And it's so true. Whenever you're on the edge of burnout, like you're stuck in the day to day and you can't see where, like all you can see is the immediate task in front of you and how you have like a thousand other ones right. waiting right after that. Right. Exactly. If you step back for a little bit, And I do highly recommend taking at least a half a day off um, every single week. Even if you do want to work seven days a week, like take a whole half day off. Um, Just so you can, like you said, let your mind heal and kind of reset so that you can get back to your list and not feel completely overwhelmed by it. I mean, it's like, um, it's like a relationship, like with uh, your significant other. If you guys are going through like a rough patch, sometimes you just need like, some time away from each other just to like rekindle the love. Exactly. Exactly. Like I need this room. Can you go to a different room, please? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Perfectly worded. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I end all of these with um, a little bit of this or that just to get to know you a little bit more. Okay. So are you an early bird or a night owl? Uh, Neither. I am a sleeper. (laughs) I love to sleep. <laughs> oh man. So you like to sleep in and go to bed early. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm like maybe nine hours of sleep a night almost. Yeah. I need at least nine. Oh my goodness. I'm so yeah. cranky when I get less than nine. Yeah. Which fun fact in high or in yeah, high school and college, I probably averaged four to five hours a night, oh which God. is did you, stupid. Did you have any friends? <laughs> Not very many. I'm not very happy. I think I got the least amount of sleep in high school. I was just exhausted all the time. Yeah, yeah. I one of my friends. I remember looking on Facebook. Thank you, Facebook, for telling me. Like, here's a memory. Um, I was yep. literally laying on like the counter at um our dorm room, like the front desk area. 
Yeah. I was like so tired. I was like, I can't even walk any further. <laughs> You're like, someone please take me to my bed. Yeah. Um, all right. Coffee or tea? Tea. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Um, what are okay. they called? Yeah. Uh, I'm on a matcha kick. I love making matcha lattes. Actually, I used to love coffee. I found out in, like, November that I have an intolerance to coffee, which is, like, so sad. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, I always knew that it made people, like, jittery and that it could cause, like, an upset stomach. But I would just, like, I would get the jitters, like, when I had coffee. I just thought that was just how it affected me. But turns out it wasn't intolerance. (laughs) Oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely tea for you. Stay away from the coffee. Definitely tea. <laughs> um, okay, red or white? Red. Ah, oh, yes, finally. No one else has been a red. I'm red I like girl. it because it makes me go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Makes it, does. it just, like, makes you feel cozy, and you're like, I could just, like, snuggle up right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, Gilmore Girls or Friends? Oh, my God. Um, a hard question. I've, right? I've seen both all the way through, but probably like friends, probably friends. Yeah. I mean, that's a good choice. Who are you on friends? Um, I'm Rachel. Are you really? Actually, I can sometimes, see that. But sometimes I'm Monica cause I have the OCD. Yeah. No, I'm totally a Monica, but I'm a girly girl. Yeah. I want to be a so. Rachel really bad, but I'm not. I want to be a Rachel. I always I wanted to be Rachel. <laughs> the correct whole life I've wanted to be my right. whole life well yeah I think we all have that moment where we go to our hairstylist and we pull up a picture of Jennifer Aniston and we're like make me look like this but for real in middle school I definitely did that yeah like she's definitely perfect human I know right <laughs> all right city beach or mountains uh beach yes I agree yes. When we moved here, my husband was like, I got you a beach. And I was like, yeah, but it's a cold beach. I can't touch it's the water. It's really cold. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong beach. Yeah. Agreed. Um, dogs or cats? Dogs. Yes. Do you have any pets? No. Um, I was looking at the Arizona Humane Society last week. So maybe uh, soon. So maybe. Yes. I'm going on like a, on a vacation now for two weeks in October. And so I don't want to get a dog now. I might yeah, know you should help. wait till after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yoga pants or dress pants? Yoga pants. Yes. Although you have some very adorable outfits. <gasps> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Every day I'm like, what's she wearing today? Ooh, thanks. <laughs> uh, okay. Books or TV slash movies? Um, hmm. I would probably do books, but I'd probably say audiobooks. I'm like you. Yeah. You kind of just like having it and not having to think about it. Exactly. Well, I don't have enough time to, well, I don't make enough time. I'm trying to change the way I phrase mm-hmm. that in my brain. I don't make enough time to sit down and read through a book, but mm-hmm. I can listen to it on my walks while I'm in the shower, while I'm making yes. dinner. Agreed. Or if I do try to read, I only make time for it right before bed and then it puts me to sleep so I can only get like five pages yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly although I will say I do always want to read the book before I see the show or the movie me too I just did that with crazy rich Asians yeah I haven't seen or read um that but it's on my list I want to it's a good one yeah I think I may have picked it no I didn't looking over at my stack of book of the month books that I haven't read yet. (laughs) Darn it. I know. It's okay. I'm sure the library has it. Yes. Yes. All right. So talk to me about what's coming up in the next six months for you. Okay. So on the horizon, I am hopefully launching an online course on to how to become a freelancer, but with the niche in social media. Um, and it's, it's funny because we just t- like touched on the course I took, which I like thought found so much guidance in, but some of the things that some of the things that should have helped didn't. Um, so I think just like narrowing it down to like how I got started and my tips and literally everything, every detail I could ever want. But I don't know when that will come out. I literally just started the outline for it. 
um, it's my goal to really work on that like throughout quarter three and four. So I hope oh, I'm I hope so to excited get for it. <gasps> Thank you. I'm really I excited. think it's really, really needed. Me too. I'm just the kind of person where I like things to be perfect when they launch and like, I want to have all the email marketing and drip campaigns set up and I want to have like everything because that's like what I do for my clients. And so it's hard to do it for myself and let the, you know, I'm going to be my worst client. <laughs> that's how I am too. I'm like, yeah. let's don't look at my Asana cause it's really messy, but this is how you should do it. Same. Same. Like every single task I have in Asana that's for like myself for my business is like red and past due. But then every single like client thing is like done and checked off. So yes. it just shows you where my priorities are. <laughs> I'm the same way. hundred yeah. <laughs> yeah. percent. All right. Where can we connect with you online, offline, wherever? All right. So my Instagram is B books, um, B B O O K S. And my name is Becca Booker. That's, that's where that came from. Um, and my website and blog is according to bbooks.com on Pinterest and Twitter. I'm bbooks three and on Facebook, I'm according to bbooks, but Instagram is probably your best bet. Um, I also love like getting comments on my blog. I love when people do that because it doesn't happen that often. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I want to remind you that Becca has a freebie for you. It is her social media analytics tracking tool. You can download that by heading on over to the show notes and clicking on the link. And if you liked today's episode, I would love it if you would head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Lastly, I want to give you your permission slip. So today, Becca shared with us how she used a therapist to help her get to the next level of her business. And I think that is something that we all need. So I want you to give yourself permission to invest in yourself so you can get to that next level. So your permission slip is, I give myself permission to hire a therapist or a coach to help me get to the next level with my business. So just go ahead and repeat that to yourself a couple times today and every day this week. And before you know it, you'll be feeling like you're ready to hire someone to help you get to that next level.